Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. man Chuck Forbes unloads freight cars. Big job. And this makes it tougher. <gasps> he needs Bromo Quinine. Bromo Quinine. Bromo Quinine speeds relief all over your body. All the way relief for discomforts of a cold. Bromo Quinine. Yes, Bromo Quinine speeds relief for cold miseries all over your body. Only Bromo Quinine has seven fast-acting medicines to help fight stuffy nose and all those cold miseries. Get all the way relief with Bromo Quinine. <laughs> I just thought I'd stop in to see how you're making out. But I never see you anymore. Oh, I know. I miss the old neighborhood. I really do. Well, whenever you had any news, I always used to be the first to hear it. Now I seem to be the last one. <laughs> what are you talking about? I haven't any news. Going to Europe this summer isn't news? Oh, I told you that, Anna. I never heard a word oh, about it. Oh, I did, too. Myra told me yesterday. Oh, well, I am sorry. It all happened so suddenly. And anyhow, it's not definite that I'm going. I'm not included in traveling expenses, and he has to go on business. So unless I earn some money, and I haven't yet figured that out... Oh! oh no, Annie! Oh, there! Come here! It's happened again! Oh, no! What is it? What's happened again? Come on, Annie, are you all right? What broke? This face. Huh? Now, I was just walking through the living room, and suddenly this face just flew past my head and hit the table and broke. Look! Oh, my goodness! Your house must be haunted. Oh, I was just joking. Oh, I think you're right. I think this house is haunted. Opera lovers will get a double treat this weekend when CBS Radio will broadcast two important 20th century works for the lyric stage. The Metropolitan Opera will be heard in the ultra-modern but deeply moving opera Botzek by Alban Berg. This will be the first time that the Metropolitan has performed this psychological tragedy on the air. 
Botzek is a difficult opera to perform, and this weekend will afford you one of the rare opportunities to hear it. Another opera which has exercised a great influence in the music of our century is Debussy's Pelias and Melisande. This weekend, the New York Philharmonic will offer it in concert form as part of its current festival of French music. Jean Morel will be the guest conductor, and Nikolai Guetta, Phyllis Curtin, and Martial Sanger will be in the cast. For some interesting non-operatic music, listen to the program by George Sell and the Cleveland Orchestra, who will perform Mahler's seldom-heard Tenth Symphony and Richard Strauss' tone poem, Death and Transfiguration. These musical treats are yours to enjoy this weekend on CBS Radio. I wish you would stop talking about the house being haunted. You haven't told, Eleanor, all the things that have happened for the past two weeks. All these very strange things. Well, I must say they are strange, but I suppose there's mm. some logical explanation, twice, you know. Twice. The same vase of flowers on the dining room table just just toppled over. Once last Saturday and again on Monday. Water all over it, of mm-hmm. course, Eleanor. Well, I must say that is strange. And the other day, a lovely milk glass candy dish just fell off the corner what not. For no reason, and broke into a dozen pieces. You know, Eleanor, that nice candy dish I got in Boston last year. Oh, yes. Lovely one. And the bookend just slid off the t- shelf. Several books came tumbling down. The Dresden figurine on the top of the shelf up there, that fallen off twice. We thought it was vibrations from the trucks rumbling. No, there had been no trucks anyhow. That yeah. road is much too far from the house here to cause vibrations. And it isn't as though the things just fell off. When we find them, it's just as though they've been thrown off. They're so far away from where they were. Well, Aunt Effie, I, I think Eleanor is quite right. I think the place is haunted. Oh, dear, I only said it jokingly. But you know, it might be. Oh, Eleanor, My sister moved into a house, and she was playing the piano one day, and suddenly she saw this woman dressed in a gray dress sort of come floating down the stairway. And Harriet jumped up, you know, to speak to her, wondering who she was and how she got into the house. And suddenly she wasn't there. Oh, come, Eleanor. Harriet swears she saw her. Well, I know perfectly well the old Judson house is haunted back home. Why, way back when I was a little girl and that house was empty, we used to see lights go on and off in that house. And whenever anyone went in to investigate, there was no one there. Well, it could have been some boys playing a prank. No, it wasn't. Of course, Mother used to say it was probably some tramps that had broken in. But Mrs. Wilcox said there was dust on the floor. And no footprints. Why, there's a house right here in town over on Simpson Street that's supposed to be haunted. I know they have a terrible time renting it, and whenever anybody does move in, I've heard they move right out again. Hmm. Well, you always hear things like that, Eleanor, but I certainly don't believe in it, do you? Well, I don't know, but I know I wouldn't move into a house somebody said was haunted. Neither would I. Well, I wish you'd stop talking about it. I mean, it's just nonsense. Those are old houses, anyhow, that are supposed to be haunted. This is a new house. Yes, that's true. Well, I should like to point out that the black walnut floors you have in this house and the paneling in the hall all came from a pre-revolutionary house. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Oh, my goodness, that's right. You inherited them from your cousin's house or something, didn't you, up in Boston? Yes. Yes. Yes, the house was built in 1728. Well... I think when you inherited those, you also inherited a ghost. Now, 
for Pete's sake. Now, what kind of nonsense is that? Well, that's what Aunt Effie said, but I don't think there's anything to it. Do you? Oh, really? Well, do you, huh? Well, I don't know. I always say I don't believe in ghosts, but I'll tell you this much. I'd never spend the night alone in a, well, a Tower of London, for example. Well, I believe the Tower of London has closing hours, dear. I doubt if you'd be permitted to spend the night there. Well, I was just mentioning a place that's supposed to have dozens of ghosts. Any of those castles or any house that's supposed to be haunted, I know that I would never go in it alone. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you listen to Aunt Effie? You know how she is. And I never knew Eleanor was so silly. Well, she didn't stay long. And after we started talking about it, I noticed she got edgy. Kept looking over her shoulder. <laughs> Boy, you women, I tell you. You're the one who got hit on the head by the bookend the other day. I should think you... Vibrations from the trucks on the road over well, there. Well, I'm not sure now all those things that have happened are from vibrations. It has to be a mighty big vibration to pull over a solid base of flowers and fill with water. You can't deny that. Well, all right, what do you think it was? Well, I don't know. I'm just telling you what Aunt Effie said about our floors and paneling and even that mantelpiece coming out of that old Boston house. 1728, I mean... Well, dear, that is old. No, yeah, it's just... by golly, I'll, I'll bet I know who it is. Paul Revere. Oh, stop Paul it, Revere. Really, <laughs> Look, I think you and Aunt Effie better stop it. I don't know much about ghosts, but I don't believe they're supposed to be destructive. They certainly don't go around breaking candy dishes and flinging bookends at people. Now, there is some simple, logical explanation for all this. Sooner or later, we'll find out what it is. In the meantime, you and Aunt Effie relax. She's packing... Huh? What uh, do you mean? I mean she's packing. She's going home. Not because of this? Yes. Oh, come on now. You're kidding. No, I'm not. She's For the love you. of Mike, I um, thought she had more sense than that. She can't be... And Effie! Oh, listen. She won't really admit that's why she thinks she ought to go home. She just says she thinks she's been here long enough. Well, all right. If she's going to be so darn silly, don't argue with her. Let her go. You don't seem to realize what this means. What do you mean, what this means? Well, I can't go to Europe with you if Aunt Effie doesn't stay here with the children and keep house. Thought Aunt Effie was thinking of going to Europe, too. She said Aunt Martha would come here. Well, Aunt Martha is worse about these things than Aunt Effie. Aunt Effie tells me that Aunt Martha has actually seen a ghost. Oh, but... When she was a little girl, she woke up one night and looked out and saw this runaway carriage go past with a, with a girl in it crying, Help! Help! Save me! And she rushed downstairs. Her parents were sitting on the front porch, and she told them about it, and they said, Why, no carriage had gone past at all! They've been sitting right there and on the front porch, and they would have seen it. And oh, no one has that story. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Aunt Martha's had great success with that all her life. That and a few others she's made up. And Aunt Effie says they learned later that 50 years before, there had been a runaway carriage, and some girl had been in it. You know, yeah, I bet there were a lot of runaway carriages with girls in them back in those days. Well, just Did a... you call me? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Aunt Effie, what's this about your leaving? Well, I've been here quite long enough, and I must get back home. Why, so silly to rattle around in that big house by yourself, well, Aunt Effie. With... I want to start cleaning closets. Get ready for the spring house cleaning. Lots of things to be done. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, look, tell me something honestly, Aunt Effie. Honestly, because I'm really curious. Do you really believe that there... Oh, what was that? It came from upstairs. Oh, my heavens, and I was just up there alone. Not alone, Aunt Effie. You were with the ghost. <gasps> Come on. <laughs> bottles. Now, they just couldn't have fallen off the dresser. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Wait, they were right here, in the middle part. Yeah, well, I must confess, I don't understand what this... Oh, 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 oh,
Oh, oh, oh. oh what's oh. the matter? Oh, nothing. Nothing, nothing dear. Don't nothing. say anything to Betsy about oh. ghosts. No, no, no. Right. Hello, dear. Betsy, did, did Mrs. Baldwin bring you home? Did you have a nice time playing with Doris? Oh, yes. Oh, what's fine. that? Huh? Oh, Mommy, did the kitty do it? What? The kitty? Oh, oh please, don't give him away. He doesn't mean to do it. Honest, he does Wait a minute. What is all this, Betsy? What, what is all this, Betsy? Stop crying now. Is your what cat been it? knocking things off and breaking them? Huh? Oh, yes. And I didn't want to tell you because I don't want you to give him away. He doesn't mean to, Mommy. Oh, please. Oh, oh for Oh, that kitten Betsy oh, yes. got last Christmas. You know I have seen him climb up on things. Oh, he has given everything. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. There really? he is under the bed playing with my slippers. <laughs> oh, Daddy, please don't give him away. No, 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 darling. Wait, wait. Stop worrying. You know, I did see that kitten in the room the night that that bookend hit me, but I didn't think of him, you know. No, I suppose what he does is climb up, knock something off, and then hide when we come running. Mm-hmm. Come on, I'll do that. Oh. Come on, Daddy, come on. <laughs> Well, there's your ghost, Aunt Effie. Now, don't you think you better unpack and stick around? Well, I don't suppose I have to start spring house cleaning quite yet. <laughs> but I don't know where you got the idea that I believed in ghosts. <laughs> that is just ridiculous. Course, All I said was... Ladies and gentlemen... Mrs. Franklin D. Roosevelt. When you sit down to breakfast, don't you often think of the starving people of the world? I wish we could share our abundance with them. Wholesome foods like good luck margarine. Years ago, we never dreamed of eating margarine, but nowadays you can get margarine like good luck, which tastes delicious. I really enjoy it. The margarine Mrs. Roosevelt has just recommended is new good luck, the light margarine that leaves no oily aftertaste. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers, Margaret Hamilton, and Dortha Duckworth and is produced by Walter Hart.